You are listening to Western Iowa's information leader, KCIM. I'm Nathan Cones, here with your noon news for Friday, January 20th, 2023. There have been several reports this morning of motor vehicle accidents throughout the listening area, including at least one multi-vehicle crash east of Manning. At approximately 6.45 a.m., the Carroll County Sheriff's Office, Carroll County Emergency Medical Services, and the Templeton and Manning Fire Departments were dispatched to the intersection of Highway 141 and Eagle Avenue. Law enforcement anticipates Highway 141 will likely be closed for several hours, and as of about a half hour ago, first responders were still on scene. Drivers should plan to find alternate routes if they do plan to travel along that roadway. Conditions in the region remain treacherous as services refreeze from the snowfall earlier this week. Officials do encourage motorists to slow down and allow themselves more time to travel if they are going to be out and about. House Speaker Pat Grassley says Republicans are having productive conversations and he's predicting the governor's school choice bill has the votes to pass in the Iowa House. I don't think I'd be um, moving the bill along throughout the process if we didn't have that expectation. Governor Kim Reynolds has proposed less expansive plans in the past two years, but each failed to secure enough support among House Republicans to pass. Her new plan would let low-income parents get state funds to cover expenses if they enroll a child in a private school, and starting in 2025, any private school parent could apply. Grassley says the goal now is to take a vote on the governor's bill next week. I think we've come up with a really good bill here. I think the governor's proposed a really strong bill that addressed a lot of any concerns that may have existed over the last um, two years in the debate that we've had. Republicans on the Senate Appropriations Committee advanced the bill yesterday, so it's eligible for debate next week in the Senate also. Democrats say legislators should at least wait for the nonpartisan legislative services agency to complete its analysis of the bill's fiscal impact. Senator Claire Selsey, a Democrat from Des Moines, says she doubts the governor's estimate the plan will cost around $900 million over the next four years. We have no clue what it's really going to cost. If you look at what it costs in other states that have gone this route, the, the estimates are way low. Other Democrats say the bill doesn't have enough oversight of the private company that will be hired to distribute state money to private school parents. Earlier this week, a district court judge denied a Carol Mann's request for post-conviction relief on a 2014 conviction for felony sexual abuse of a minor. 45-year-old Stephen Thomas Schneider was found guilty by a jury of six counts of third-degree sexual abuse, a Class C felony, for the years-long abuse of a young family member. He was sentenced to a combined 40 years in prison. The state argued that this latest post-conviction relief request was a rehash of his previous attempts to overturn the conviction and sentence. In 2015, Schneider filed claims of ineffective assistance of counsel, alleging his attorneys had not properly handled his defense leading up to and during trial. However, that appeal to the Iowa Supreme Court was unsuccessful, and the original sentence remained in place. The judge also noted the appeal comes nearly eight years after the initial sentencing and falls outside the three-year statute of limitation to seek an appeal. Schneider remains in custody at the Fort Dodge Correctional Facility. The earliest he could possibly be paroled is in 2032 at the age of 54. And U.S. Senator Joni Ernst was in Guthrie Center yesterday in one of her first stops on her annual 99-county tour. 
Ernst met with local business and community leaders around midday at the Guthrie Center Chamber of Commerce to discuss the challenges that rural businesses are facing. Since 2020, supply chain issues have been a significant factor for many small businesses as needed goods and equipment were significantly delayed due to production and transportation problems. 2022's high inflation rate has also proven challenging for rural businesses. Ernst, now in her second term in the Senate, visits all 99 counties in Iowa each year following a tradition started by her colleague, Senator Chuck Grassley. And we do need to step away here for just a moment, folks. We'll be right back. We've got more news on the way after this on KCIM. Hi, this is Mike Franey from your Mid-Iowa team. Today I'd like to travel up to Lake City, Iowa, 116 North Illinois Street. We've got a restaurant and lounge for sale now, 85000 on the price. It's on the east side of the downtown square. Great opportunity exists to own your own business in Lake City, 85000 Mike Franey with another quality offering from Mid-Iowa Real Estate. Take your tour, midiowateam.com. Hi, this is Chris Dirks, personal banker with Iowa Savings Bank. At ISB, we know you work hard, and we think your bank account should work hard too. Our prime checking and prime savings account offer premium interest rates, no ATM fees, and great banking on the go benefits. Put your money to work this year. Contact me, Chris Dirks, personal banker at Iowa Savings Bank, to learn more about the perks of going prime. Member FDIC, equal housing lender. Account conditions and qualifications apply. All loans are subject to ISP loan policies and regulatory requirements. Welcome back to KCIM's Midday News. I'm Nathan Cones reporting. Whenever a person's life is lost, there's an opportunity for lives to be saved as well. If that person was a registered organ and tissue donor, Heather Butterfield, who's spokeswoman for the Iowa Donor Network, says their final figures are in for 2022, during which she says hundreds of lives were transformed by generous gifts from donors. In 2022, we had 115 deceased organ donors in the state of Iowa that generously gave 347 organs for transplant. Additionally, we have 979 tissue donors, and every single tissue donor has the opportunity to heal and enhance the lives of 50 to 300 people. Since 2018, she says the state's donor network has experienced a 62% increase in the number of organ donors, as well as a 40% rise in the number of organs transplanted. There are more Iowans registering as organ and tissue donors. We're also seeing more opportunities. Um, with advancements in medicine and healthcare and in the organ donation field, there's just a greater opportunity for people to donate. She says the Iowa Donor Network coordinates with hospitals, transplant centers, EMS providers, medical examiners, and other healthcare partners to maximize donation opportunities. Anyone of any age can register to be a donor here in the state of Iowa. Of course, the most common way is at the DMV, but if you check your license and you don't have the word donor on the front, you can visit our website, iowadonornetwork.org. It takes less than three minutes, and you can register to save lives. Still, the transplant wait list is long. She says there are more than 105,000 people nationwide in need of a life-saving organ transplant, including 625 Iowans. The Iowa Department of Agriculture has added Monona, Osceola, and Woodbury counties to the list of emerald ash borer infestations. The insects were confirmed in Blencoe, Melvin, and Sioux City, making it 96 of Iowa's 99 counties with an infestation. Plymouth, Emmett, and Palo Alto are the only counties that are still EAB-free. 
The tree-killing insect from Asia was first discovered in Iowa 12 years ago. Thousands of trees across the state have been cut down after being infected or were cut down in an effort to slow the spread of the invasive species. And a so-called talent poll that was done by a coalition of the state's 15 largest chambers of commerce aims to find out what people who live in Iowa love about the state and equally as crucial, what makes them want to move away. Dustin Miller, who's executive director of the Iowa Chamber Alliance, says Iowa has one of the slowest growing populations in the country and most employers statewide are desperate for new blood. We have to grow our population um, so the reason we did this talent poll was to really kind of put a marker out there to say, how do Iowans feel about the state? Can we learn things from a policy standpoint that we can take to policymakers and say, you know, child care is important. Recreational opportunities is important. Iowa's slow population growth is creating a serious problem for economic growth, Miller says, as labor shortages can strangle expansion opportunities. He says most of the things survey respondents said were the positives that keep them here were a little uh, surprise. When we look at why do people like the state they live in, we get small town feel, affordability, the people. You know, we find the Iowa nice is a real thing. One of the things that I don't think we talk about as Iowans enough is safety. That's a big priority for people, and it's something that, you know, if you've lived in other places, maybe as Iowans we take for granted. In the poll, 45% of respondents said Iowa's entertainment opportunities are inferior to other states. While outdoor recreation continues to be a major selling point, respondents aged 18 to 29 said the lack of recreation was a major consideration for leaving Iowa. Miller says those responses are being taken very seriously. Cities like Davenport are reinvigorating their access to the Mississippi. The same with, you know, water trails in the Des Moines area. You know, every single community that's a member has something like that. And we know that it's not as simple as boomers and Gen X like myself, where you're just happy to have a job. You have to build these places around the state to attract new talent. Iowa's biggest concerns, according to the poll, are with stopping inflation and the rising cost of living. Those were the top priorities with 36% of respondents. The 15 chambers of commerce that are members of the alliance represent 17,000 Iowa members in these communities. Ames, Cedar Rapids, Council Bluffs, Dubuque, Burlington, Des Moines, Fort Dodge, Muscatine, the Cedar Valley, Iowa City, Marshalltown, Mason City, the North Iowa Corridor, the Quad Cities, as well as the Siouxland Chamber. And that is going to wrap up your KCIM New News for uh, Friday, January 20th, 2023. I'm Nathan Cones reporting.